To sync this podcast to the episode, pause now and hit play right after the previously on. Hey everybody, it's Matt Roberts, executive producer here on Outlander, uh, and I'm here with a very special guest for episode 5, Savages. I'm here with the director of the episode, Denise Denovi. Hello everybody, I'm very happy to be here. This is great. You know, this is the first time we've we've ever had a, a director on the podcast. So wow. um, I'm very excited. I'm too. honored. Thank you. Um, Denise, actually, you you directed both five and six. You did I the did. block. I did. Yes. Very lucky to do uh, two incredible episodes of my favorite show. There you go. So both a, a, a fan and a director. I am a longtime fan going back to the books, which I've read twice and uh was an instant fan of the show and um just could not wait to uh to be involved so did you um you know when i came into it i we were doing we did a skype interview um do you do you remember uh did you have your agent call or or you know how did you how did you lobby for the job i did i had been lobbying uh for quite a while and I was told it was a very difficult job to get and uh, very difficult for American directors to get over there and uh, and do the job. And so I, you know, I had um, a realistic uh, assessment of, of, you know, the potential of it. But I really it was a dream that I had and I just didn't let go of it. I kept bugging my manager to keep calling and keep calling. I think he kind of harassed you, Matt, a little bit. And uh, I was very nervous on the first Skype uh, in the meeting. And uh, but, you know, I hope that my passion for the show came through. Well, it was funny because uh, after the Skype, um, as soon as we hang out, hung up, I uh, stood up and I said, uh, we're hiring her. And I walked out of the office <laughs> and that was it. So I uh, wish I'd heard that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was funny. Um, so uh, you 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 come over to Scotland you're, you you kind of joined the, the family almost immediately. We, we, you, you, were, you walked right in. It was like you've been there a thousand years. And I think that's because you knew the stories so well. I know the characters inside out. Yeah. I, Claire is a very inspiring woman to me and an inspiring character and very beloved uh, person in, you know, in my, in my mind. I just... Uh, so admire uh what how she lives what she's accomplished how she expresses herself her strength and you know the romance between claire and and jamie is so beautiful and so honest and and so real in a way even though it's you know completely fantastic in many ways um it's something that you know that we can all relate to and and feel deeply so you know, I feel like I know these people. I love the stories. I love the storyline. And to be able to live and inhabit that world for a few months was, you know, such a gift. It was really a blessing. Well, you know, after a few days of, of prep, I remember, you know, what I say is, oh, I can take my hands off the wheel of this, ep- you know, just because I knew, I knew these episodes were in such good hands with you that, that I knew you were ca- you would care for them like I would care for them. Oh, and, thank you. Um, so it's really important when you can when you can get people on the show like that. So um, it, it was it was just uh, terrific for us to have you there. Um, you you we don't film in order. We film out of order. So you you're you're all over the place when you're filming. Is there is there you know this is Fraser's Ridge? Did you? Did you, uh, you know, what do you think about this location? You know, did you love it? I know you and Allie had names for the, the, the two roads. Pa- yeah, for yeah. The roads. It was such a beautiful setting. And, you know, there was one road in and one road out. And I liked the view from one road. And our DP uh, cinematographer, Allie, liked the other one. So we named them after each other and kind of argued about it in, in good fun. What was but, it Allie Lane and Denise Road? Denovi Drive and, and yes. Allie Lane, yes. <laughs> Uh, But, you know, to me, this is such a special location because it's really the first home, true home, that Claire and Jamie have together. It's their first kind of domestic life. And this, you know, first scene was very important to me because, you know, you kind of see them in a way we haven't seen them before where 
you know, she's the lady of the house, he's the man of the house, and they kind of have this sweet little routine in the kitchen, and, and they're, you know, it's their home. And, and it's, it was a little playful, which yes, I like. Yes, yeah, and, yeah. And I really wanted it to feel like two people comfortable in their home together, and, uh, and you know, we hadn't seen that before. No, and, and, and it, it was really nice the way it was blocked, and 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 you feel like they've been a, they've been living this life for a little while because we right. needed to jump a little bit of time. Yes, so this that, is their life now. Yeah. yeah, their domestic bliss, which is very difficult and hard. But um, and you know, Claire in particular loves her home. Just the care that everyone put into um, you know the set decoration, the making it a home uh, is. I just was so thrilled to see it. Yeah, our, uh, the art department, the greens department, which falls under the art department to, to take care of the outside. Um, you know, it's almost like your wish is their command. You know, you want something and they do they bend over backwards. Oh, to get it. it's an amazing group. And and uh, for me, you know, I come from feature films for many years producing um, and directing uh, in the feature world where you have um you know, people say oh, you have more time or more attention to detail because you have more time. And Outlander was an amazing show for me because it every episode is like a, a great movie. Um, and everyone, you, Matt, and, and everybody approaches each show um, as, you know, it could be an Academy Award winning movie. You know, the level of, of detail, precision, art, uh, dedication is so intense far more than any other show that I've been involved with and it felt very uh, familiar to me and very comfortable yeah that you know we, we like to say we're, we like little make many movies here um, on Outlander we we try to you know equip you guys with everything that you want you know the directors you know um, of course, every director wants every shot and every you know every new tool to tell um, to tell their story. And what's great is when you 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 can you know the time limit you're working with, and you go, okay, how do I make this the best show I can? And, and we try to work together to, to to bring that to the. Yes, to it's the... a collaboration. I think being a producer myself. You know, I understand sometimes the constraints, you know, actually um, can be create magic. Yes. You know, sometimes something great comes out of those constraints and you have to embrace them and, and be as positive as you can about them. Well, I think that's what makes what really does elevate, you know, a, a good director to a great director is someone where you go, you can't have this and you can't have that. And then they make magic. Right. Yeah. You figure it out. Yeah. Yep. This has always been one of my uh, favorite locations excuse me that we go to is is Falklands oh it's, I was uh, so thrilled to be there I barely slept the night before because I thought I'm gonna be there I'm gonna be at that where it all started statue and the fountain where it all started where where Jamie stood and looking up at Claire in the window and now I I know our, our fans have the question of where did the hat come from because I know in the original concepts uh I never saw a hat on him yeah. Was it because it was, I know it was freezing that day. It, I, it wasn't just because it was freezing and he was happy to wear it. But I think the, um, because the next time we, uh, we soon see uh, Roger uh, going back in time where his hair is, uh, yeah. he was smart enough to have his hair be uh, authentic to the period. So he was growing it. That's he right. He was growing it out. He was growing out, it out. So we, we had, had to, to cover, cover it up it. with yes. that. Yeah. Look at that. The, the the secrets that get revealed yeah. here on the podcast. <laughs> I remember that we we had a, a big deal with because we film out of order on these shows, and sometimes you're filming an episode or a scene from an episode uh, in six or seven or, or or later, right? And and a character has to have a has to have a completely different look, right? So. That's um, what happened with yeah. uh, Roger. And yeah. but it, I do remember uh, this. You filmed a few things on this day, and it was really brutally cold. It was really cold. You uh, suffered probably more than anybody through what we call all four seasons in one day. It's yes, I learned uh, what that means. Four seasons in one day. Uh, you know, you start with sun, you get some 
pelting rain, <laughs> and then you'll get golf ball size uh, hail. Hail, yes. And then you'll get snow and and ice and sleet on your drive home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you do it all again tomorrow. And then you do it yeah. all again. Now, um, and you get mud, as we see here in Wilmington. Yeah, unfortunately, that's um, uh, Gary Steele mud. Uh, he brought that in. <laughs> it's very for us. expensive mud. Very expensive mud. Um, at least we we trimmed some of it back uh, by episode five, so it wasn't as mm-hmm. as as sticky yes, as episode one. Yes, it was not one. as thick. Yeah. Um, now we're we're actually posting this uh, a little late. Um, uh, this episode's already aired, you know, but our fans always see these episodes after, or they hear the podcast after we air. What, uh, uh, we, I know we had a lot of discussions about this particular scene in, in what we call tone meetings. We have meetings throughout the prep talking about what, what we, how we want the scene to feel, what we right. want to be like. And, and I know I wanted her to not be so, um, aggressive. Right, and right. I, and I know that, not we, over the top. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the big, the, the big yeah, deal. Yeah, we wanted to have a little bit of fun with it because, you know, Jamie is definitely the best looking guy she's seen in a long time yeah. <laughs> in, in yeah. uh, early Wilmington. But uh, so we wanted to have a little bit of fun, but not go too over the top with her yeah. because uh, it wouldn't be true to the period. Either. Yeah, I think yeah. that was well, that was my big, yes, my, my and big you're argument. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So this is the Mueller cabin, which you guys, um, we had a few locations picked out and Thankfully, uh, uh, bless your heart, picked out one fairly close to the studio. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the the great thing about um, where Outlander shot is, you know, very close to the studio, very close to civilization. Yeah. There's just spectacular scenery, yeah. you know, woods and and streams and just such beautiful uh, places to shoot. It was just every day was uh, is just glorious to, to be in these places. This is a scene where we spent uh, quite a bit of time on on the German, you know, the yes, language. Yes, the I mean, and I have to commend you, Matt, for for keeping the bar very high in terms of um, the truthfulness of the history, the period. Um, you know, whether it's the the first Americans and and how they spoke, their costumes, the Germans, to uh, you know, to really dedicate be dedicated to having things be accurate. Um, I think it makes such a difference and and people even if they don't you know know it specifically they can feel that it's truthful yeah and I think that's one thing that we you know for me especially is when you when you watch a period show you want it to feel period you want it to feel like you're escaping our world going into that world right right yeah no people can rest assured that outlander is uh there are no mistakes in terms of of period authenticity yeah we we definitely we definitely try we try our hardest this scene with uh you know kind of setting up the the storyline you know that continues that uh in six and onward of of the the struggle you know that these settlers had in figuring out you know how to have uh land ownership how to fight unfair taxation uh, you kind of see the seeds set you know for what comes with the revolution and i found that so interesting i did not know a lot of um you know this kind of prehistory of the revolution of these early settlers and you know what they went through and and how it all began so um you know i really enjoyed telling that part of the story yeah i think we you know most of us when we read you know first in the books but then we dove into that to the history books of it is that the these the regulators the the this um unfair taxation started so much earlier uh, in, in a way that we didn't we didn't really it's not right. studied um widely here no this, this, yeah this part of uh, because it's technically you know british history it's not really american history right. until um, it wasn't america yet really yeah. right so we we, we get these, these are the early colonies uh and um it, it kind of falls into more the british history of it so it's not until really the shot heard around the world until it starts becoming american history that's you know, where the, we usually bu- pick it up yeah, yeah yeah and also to see the you know these are immigrants right these are yeah um you know, people who have come 
to, to the new land for a better life. And, and, uh, it's, there were so many things that resonated with what, uh, you know, is going on now with what, you know, made me think of my grandparents who immigrated from Italy to have a better life or, you know, just how it's so woven into the fabric of our country from, as you say, before we were even America, it was a land of immigrants. Yeah. This was a the scene where we um, Jamie meets someone that he um, fought with at, at Culloden. I, he didn't know him, but there's a there's a bond, there's a relationship, and and this is this is the guy who um, who's 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 really telling him about this regulator movement, this this unfair taxation of of uh, learning about the governor who Jamie has a deal with, um, and it, we're kind of building. Um, essentially when Jamie signs this deed, um, it wasn't as easy as just, here's your land. And, and right. now, now it starts unfolding. It's the, yeah, the tension is heightening for, yeah. for Jamie. I will say that, um, Rolo is the cleanest dog I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, drives me crazy. Um, uh, those of us who have dogs know that dogs do get He's dirty the when there's mud around. And the friendliest. It was very hard to get him to ever <laughs> bark at anybody. Yes. The world's sweetest dog. Yes. Um, we, we, we did learn that about uh, Rolo. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody caught a glimpse of the white sow, but the white sow is in, uh, in, in the, the, the pig pen over there. So. That was fun to meet the, the white sow. They're, they're cuter in person than I thought they'd be yeah we you know we always talk about there's certain certain scenes from the book that you know you, you talk about doing and i know we talked about doing the the scene with the, the pig in the pantry and all that stuff but you you realize oh we're gonna put a, a an untrained yes because you don't you, you, you there's just they're not, not a, house trained they're not house trained no, living in where your food is yeah. in the pantry but also with with our actors and you don't yeah. know how uh, an animal that's not trained will respond so the responsibility to both the the the, the care for the the animal safety and the actors and the crew so a lot of times it's to our discretion is to don't don't do it because yes. it's i mean just there the are things in a you can do in a book that you cannot do uh on in a show yeah. or in a movie i love the baby i mean yes. the baby just killed these scenes we got let we got lucky with the baby yeah uh, you never know with babies what's going to happen. So it's we the truth. Them. You can get one yeah. scene where the baby cries every second, and yep. then an this angel. This one we got uh, very lucky, and our our lovely actress was very good, and uh, Claire was good. We called uh, Katrina the baby whisperer oh. because in between uh, setups, uh, she would walk around and rock the baby, and she did a beautiful job. She was very calming to the baby. Katrina's very good around animals to the the horses. She used to pet all the horses and yeah. feed them, and then she would uh, move across the, the 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 scene in in you know in the block, and the horses would follow her, and we'd go cut, you know, <laughs> and they would all, quit yeah. quit petting the horses. <laughs> yeah, she has a very nice vibration. Oh, actually, I I was down on set this day. I remember right. Um, we were just off to the <laughs> just off to the side there in a little a little tent. Right, yeah. Yeah. This um this scene was very important. Uh well, all the scenes um with the first Americans were very important for me to and I relied on you a lot for this Matt to keep them uh authentic to uh you know how they would behave and approach things and speak and relate to each other and to the other characters. Um you know, I really wanted to get it right and um you know, the, it started with they were the actors were so impressed with the costumes yeah. because, um, you know, it takes a lot of time and labor and very specific items that you'll see in the, you know, the necklaces and the how the costumes are sewn and embroidered and the beading and the beading. And, and, it's yeah. just incredible. You know, nobody gives that level of detail uh, to these costumes. And, and you guys did so. And, and, and I think that's what. Um, we, when we presented uh, these costumes, they were so taken aback uh, at, at the detail, yes. but also even, um, there's scenes in, in with the weapons, um, that we, 
I had Jim Elliott, our armor, paint um, the muskets because the trade muskets that the, the British would trade were sometimes blue and sometimes red. I remember that. I was, I did not know that. And it was, you know, I saw them in the actual, um, the Cherokee Museum, and I was like, we're going to do that. And, and Jim said, absolutely. So we, we and you, you want to take it to that next level that you never see, and that's what we wanted to do. Yes. And even this, this blessing that um, when I was in North Carolina, I actually witnessed this being done. And I, I said, this is, we got to incorporate this into the story like this. Well, um, the fact that you went there and spent time with them and learned all that you did and, and really developed a, that relationship, I think is really admirable. You know, it's, um, it made a big difference to everyone, I think. And, you know, even with the German speakers, I think it was so important that we spent so much time just getting that German right. Yes. And uh, because, you know, we, we air in Germany, there's, you know, and, and it's important. And having actors come from Germany. I was thrilled about that. You know, another show might have said, oh, we'll just get Scottish or English actors because they're closer and, you know, have them do a German accent. Yeah. Uh, but we got uh, very prominent, you know, wonderful actors from Germany. Yeah. I, I it, once again it's it's I'm all about the small things because if you do all the small things right it adds up to big things. It's cumulative, a hundred percent. Yeah, I love this moment uh, for Claire. You know, you just see, you know, when she falls on the bed. Yeah, I, think, I love this shot. That yeah, was a great shot. We've all kind of had that moment, and you really see that she works incredibly hard. You know, she gives so much to people. Yeah, that was one of it. Literally, there's such a once again small shot, but it was one of my favorites. Yeah, you me know, too. Just, Thank you. Yeah, Katrina at, liked it too. Yeah, look at the look at the lighting. I love the light. You guys oh, killed yeah. it. It's the light in Scotland is different than a lot of places. Um, and uh, I said to Ali early on in the in the season, I said I wanted the light to have a different quality this year. You know, I don't want it to feel exactly, you know, like we're filming in Scotland. I want it to feel like we're in North Carolina. Right. Yeah. So he gave it a whole new look. He did. He, yeah. He changed the lighting. Yeah. He is. Um, Alistair Walker is so I've worked with many, many cinematographers over the years, and he is one of the greatest and um, so, so talented, gifted and a pleasure to work with and a, a good, big, strong, tall Scotsman. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's a lovely man. Once again, I think what's important in this episode is to show that this is her home. Yes. And, and this is Jamie's home and, and where they live day to day and, and all the and it's, little you know, things it's that you have to do. And it's comfortable and beautiful and cozy and, and simple, you know, and she's really made it um, a comfortable home. And, but also how that, you know, because she's the woman out of time. This is Jamie's used to this. Jamie's been a farmer. You know, he's lived in Lollybrock. He knows all this you know like the back of his hand and and you know she's coming from a place where just you know a year ago she's working in a big boston hospital you know sometimes i think that when i watch the show i think does she ever say to herself god i just wish i had a refrigerator you know i just wish i had a fan <laughs> what it's all you know, you wonder what, what what went through her mind but uh you know, there's such a beauty to their life. Yeah, really. You the know, simp you know, I, I think with all the technology and all the things that you can accumulate now, and it looks back, you look back at moments like that, and you go, "Well, do we always do we need everything right. we have yeah. to be happy?" And, and you realize you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the one of the biggest things that happened in in episode five here is um, we. Um, and we talk endlessly about how how this moment should feel. This um, uh, the moment of reintroducing this particular character. Oh boy, did I feel a lot of weight on my shoulders to get that right? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, actually, I think we're a beat ahead. Uh, we're we're a little ahead. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is the this is the this is this, why because we talked about this yeah. endlessly. Yes, we of of how we get how we get him there and and uh we get young ian yeah you gotta find a blacksmith of course young ian doesn't know who he's talking to right no. so no and i think it's so well written um you know the script is so good in that 
uh, we get we get it two times, right? We yeah. get the audience gets to see yeah. first that it's Murta. So we have the fun here of him turning and we see it's Murta. Then later we have the fun of, yeah. of Jamie seeing yeah. it's Murta. And then later we have the fun of Claire seeing it's Murta. So yeah. Uh, and so I really felt like I wanted to have each moment um, be very different from the other and, and give the audience a treat kind of in a different way. Yeah. So, you know, here. This one's for the audience. This one's for the audience. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they recognize his voice. Maybe they don't. Um, if they do, are they going to say like, wait, is that him? But, you know, and then here we did. I, ma- I made that uh, turn in about 20 not 20 takes, maybe five takes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Felt like 20. I would have had a heart attack if I yeah, saw 20 well, on the board. I would never do 20. <laughs> but, um, but I really wanted the timing of that turn to be yeah. perfect. Yeah. And and in in that style of you don't, you know, the voice is all you need, then you don't show them until, until the yeah, it was really, it was, yeah. it was well and, done. And Duncan was so great about it in terms of, uh, you know, really making it work for us with to the camera and, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, and these two together actually um, just have a great little chemistry. They do. I yeah. mean, they're both, they both, you know, have a little bit of moxie in them. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they clicked. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like how Jamie turns. Yeah, I love his expression here. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was important to get that very yes. right. <laughs> because that's him politely turning her down. Yes, and, and you know what? what? And it's was it tells you a lot about Sam. Yeah. Because in that scene with her, and in that moment, he did not want to be insulting to her. Yes. Even though she was flirting with him, yeah. he wanted to be a gentleman, and he wanted to be kind to her. And that was Sam. Sam wanted, really wanted to have that tone be, yeah. uh, be right. <laughs> and Jamie is frugal, as we know. So yes, this was uh, that really burned him up. Yeah, and I love the the thing here of the the flame with the bellows you know oh yeah and having the flame illuminate his face like that that was really and it works which is great yeah it actually worked worked. yeah they did a great job and then here duncan how great is duncan here this is what's so great about this is he he knows him as soon as he hears his his voice he knows that voice yeah and but he it's almost like is is he dreaming yeah it's a ghost you know and i think jamie's looking at him thinking i think he's thinking the same thing yeah. what's nice is, is you let ghost? it play yeah. Yeah. is there's a there's a there's long breath. beat between that's, that's what's really nice great thing about outlander too is that you allow things to breathe in this show you allow things to play and moments to play out and it's such a pleasure to to not have everything be quick quick cutting you know it's it's yeah it's definitely part of the style of the shows that once again, even even when I say the small things add up to the big things, it's to me it's this is a big moment, but the looks are the small things. Yes, and letting them let look them at look each at each other, and see the eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look had, at look at Sam there. Yeah. I mean, look at that face, and look at the love in Duncan's face. Yeah, no, it really is a it's just a such a heartwarming moment, and and even young Ian gets it yes you know? he's not he's a little confused, he's confused? but he knows like, something big on? is happening yeah what i what... yeah sam is so good yeah you know? it really and, is and the importance of this relationship and i think you guys were so smart to to bring murtaugh back um and i was happy to see that so many people you know liked it and liked the idea of him coming back because this relationship is so, so important, you know, that um, the love that, that they have for each other, what they've been through, yeah. that only they understand, yeah. you know, it's, um, 
it's such a big deal. Well, that's one of the things that you run across, you know, in the books. I mean, Claire's internal. She tells internal thoughts. So it's her talking to herself. And when we first decided to bring Murtaugh back is this gives both Jamie and Claire someone to talk to. Yes. And you need that. that you, you do. Need and a show you need inter- that. Yes. Yeah. Rather yeah. than constantly having the voiceover. Yes. That is great in times, but you can't constantly have it. Right. Right. And, and, and he's who really, better um, than, yeah, who better? A father figure. You know, he's a father, brother, father figure uh, to both of them. And that, you know, it's, it, they, they need that person, yeah. you know? I mean, the tragedy of this, you know, uh, Katrina and I talked about it a lot because to me, this show in in one aspect was about uh, motherhood. You know, in the beginning, they both talk about Brianna and you see, you know, the pain that that Claire has of missing and yearning for her daughter. And then she goes and delivers a daughter to a daughter. Um, remembering probably the moments yes. when she gave birth. Exactly. To, to her, That's yes. what we talked about. Yeah. You know, remembering when she gave birth to her daughter, as you say, and then to hear that both the baby and the mother are gone. I mean, the, the huge, uh, you know, tragedy of that is just incredible. So, so yeah, Claire's feeling it on, on two levels. She's feeling it as a doctor, as a healer, but also as, as a, a mother. mother. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Now, that's a moment that shows Claire's strength. Yeah. You know? This is my home. Yes. This is my home. I will take care of myself until my husband gets home and we'll take care of, you know, he'll take care of me. We'll take care of each other. She's tough. She is tough. But also in in the sense of, hey, look, we've spent, I spent my whole life coming to this spot. I'm not leaving. And that's why, (laughs) that's why that, that scene in the beginning is so important with them taking care and fixing breakfast and doing all this right. stuff in their, in their home. Right, It's exactly. the, first, the first time someone says, you got to leave. She's like, no way. No way, right. You know, I love how she's so adept here, at, which is not an easy thing to do, to load one of those old guns, you know. Um, she's getting ready to defend herself. Yeah, I think she... Uh... There's clean Rolo again. <laughs> it's perfectly yep. clean pause. I love this scene. I, I, you know, it's one of those scenes where, you know, on the page, it doesn't necessarily jump out at you and go, oh, this is going to be. But the way you the way you filmed it and what the, all the actors brought to it is there's just something so nice about it. And, and um, just the. To, to getting to know one another over a beer, you know what right, I mean? It's yeah. just such a... It's that, you know, that comfort that you have when you're sitting with an old friend that knows everything about you and you know everything about them and catching up and, you know, it's yeah. it's it's a lonely life for them, you know? They don't... They're not surrounded by friends and family. Right. Um, they only have each other. So, you know, to... Uh, to sit down with with Murtaugh is you know a big thing for Jamie and then you know when we come into it you kind of go oh okay I, I get that they've caught you know I get that mm-hmm. they've talked as much as they could in front of Ian right right that's why yeah you know Jamie wisely gets rid of Ian very quickly but, so he can tell him the the good stuff yeah and I like this little moment where he's like it's a surprise for his wife so married again yeah <laughs> I like the way Sam did that yeah well <laughs> and then he remembers wait he has no money <laughs> he gave it all to Verta. <laughs> I love that yeah this is really special Oh, don't you love how he says that? Yeah. And I love Duncan's reaction there. It's like Ian got out of earshot and then they could be themselves. Yes. And that's yeah. what I like about the scene. 
And I like this this uh, two shot here because you really see, you know, how close they are. Yeah. And uh, you see, you know, you see that Murtaugh loves Claire a lot. You know, he yeah. loves her too. Yeah. But I what what I I just love the fact that as soon as Ian got out of the earshot, they became almost like boys. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. And, and, you know, this is such a nice, uh, Sam and I talked about this a lot. This is really a nice setup for what's to come uh, with Brianna because you see that even though, you know, Jamie's never met her or seen her, he's the proud papa. Yeah. He's proud that she's in university, you know, and. And, um, and he th- he doesn't know. He, he'll, he'll never meet her. Yeah. You know. And Murtaugh will never meet her, but he can still be a proud He's father. He's still a proud father, and, and, yeah. And I love that, that, that his heart swells just at, at her very name, you know? Right, right. And and just marveling at what her life could be yeah. what in the, you know, in, in the year that, that she's living, you know, right. and that that's his daughter living that life. Yeah. Yeah, and this is now, now the turn in the scene, of course, is... Jamie's going to find out that it's not so simple. You know, just having your godfather back in his life is not quite so simple. Right. And, you know, the the great thing that, that you guys came up with of having, you know, Murtaugh uh, be a leader and, you know, and be resisting this is so consistent with his character, yeah. you know. Um, and it makes total sense for him. And if he, you know, it's probably what he really would have done if, uh, you know, if it had happened. But I think it, it, you totally believe it coming from Murtaugh. Yeah. He's a fighter, Murtaugh. And I think what's, what's, kind of crazy about it is jamie would probably be right there by his side if he didn't he, he hadn't, hadn't signed this, signed deed this thing and he's now been responsible yeah, yeah. for all this land and you know jamie has such integrity um and uh as we you know uh, we he's usually on the right side of things you know um and as he's slowly learning the truth of the of this complicated situation it's interesting to watch him navigate it yeah well, it's always, you know, you always look for uh, situations. It's certainly, you know, since Murtaugh, you know, in the book, he's he's not there. But for us, giving giving Jamie and, and, and a dilemma right. is the key is, you know, this is a very difficult decision. If it was yep. easy, it wouldn't be a story. Right. <laughs> this is uh, Claire's badass moment. Yeah. Uh, sitting with her gun, eating beef jerky, eating beef guarding jerky, her yeah. house. And then we, we talked about this is um, kind of wrote a passionate speech for Yeah, it's Murtaugh. a great speech, yeah. And um, these, these you know, when we go through prep, a lot of times um, the, the scripts are, are works in progress. We, you know, they're not just written in stone. Written no, in yeah. stone. So we needed this big moment and we wanted Murtaugh to be kind of this leader of men and jamie has to recognize like wow look what's happened yep. over the course of it's a great scene it's you know and it just brought home to me that you know history is is made by you know small groups of people in these rooms yep that's where it starts that's where history is made this and is where the world changes yes right here. and to see you know these kind of men put their lives on the line yep. uh to see how you know they're led by an extraordinary man like Murtaugh. It just uh, it felt very exciting yeah. to me, you know. And I like the turn in the scene where he starts off. You know, subverts the expectation. He goes, he's like, "Hey, everything's right." That was good. very well yeah. written. Yeah. yeah. And they're kind of going, "What's he talking yeah, about?" Yeah, what's and he talking about? Well, hold on, and then he yeah. flips it on him. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the moment where Jamie realized all the people that Tryon's been talking about are standing in this room right, right. now. And there are a lot of them are his, you know, could be him. Yeah. Uh, and his his loved one is leading them. Yep. Yeah. And you see the old Murtaugh here, you know? Yeah. 
And I think that's the thing that scares Jamie. If Jamie saw some other guy leading the the regulators, he might go, all right, right, no big deal. But he has such respect for Murtaugh. And he knows what he can do. Yes. So that makes it even worse. That's right, yeah. Because Jamie, because Murtaugh's heard this exact, in a way, this speech back in season two when Jamie right. was training his men. And, yep. you know, he gives his his speech of we can fight to get, you know, together. We can fight together. We can. Yeah, yep. it is. It's a it wonderful echo that. of what of what their personal history is, you yeah. know. But this time, Jamie can't be a part of it. Yeah. And this is, you know, this was a very emotional moment because you know Murta can't really ask he knows he can't ask Jamie to join yeah. him. Yeah. Jamie can't ask Murta to stop. Yeah. crazy he's trying yeah i think they're taking a measure of yes yeah are you still the same person are you still the same person i thought that murtaugh was doing it and he knew jamie would say no but he you know he had to say it yeah but he lets it go you know he doesn't push it there's always you know when when we do questions like this on outlander it's for me it's always that moment where like when Frank says to Claire, you know, could you have could you have forgotten him in time? There's a hope that she's yes, going to say yes. There's a yes. hope. Yeah. But and, you, even though you think maybe it's probably going to. And be I now. think that's what he says yeah. to him. Yeah. Hey, this is, you know, is there a chance you want to be a regulator? Right, right. He hopes Jamie will say, yes, I'll give up yeah. my land. I'll do it. But he's not surprised. Yeah. And when Jamie says, I gave my word, he knows Jamie. Yeah. But Once he also Jamie he also that. in the way he gave his word to try and but. In another way, he gave his word to Claire. This is going to be yes, our home. He did, and if he we, says that, and yeah. he does, and and that's, and that's what even I love more about important him. to yep. him. Absolutely. And this was another really uh, important scene. We talked tonally about how he comes in that door. Yes, it's a big surprise. You know, we think he wants to kill her. Uh, she's been warned by the pastor, and he's actually concerned about her. Yeah. You know, it's a very it was a very difficult role for for the actor to play because and to direct because, you know, he's kind of crazy. Yeah. But on the other hand, this is a man who has lost his. You know, the tragedy to him is is equal or greater than it was for Claire. He's lost his daughter and and grandchild. You know what? That would make anyone crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and so and this was you know we almost needed him to be disarming. You know he disarms her with his compassion and right. his concern. And then you know it shifts gears. Yeah. And we see what that kind of rigid thinking ignorant thinking um especially when it's combined with you know with pain and and hardship you know what that can do you know do to you as we see how he has this completely irrational uh you know blame that the indians cast a spell right uh but we see how people can grasp you know grab onto these these kind of beliefs need to justify right something you know this isn't my fault this could never be my fault i didn't bring i didn't bring the measles from cross creek that wasn't right. me it's not my fault it's, it's my the fault. other it's exactly. the people who are different from yes. me yes yeah and i think it's you see what happens when you diminish other human beings to to being less than you know to him they are not human they're less than they're different and um you know he doesn't uh it it allows him to to hate them to that degree um you know which is where so much uh you know pain comes from and uh the cloth which is the exact same cloth. Yes, the same cloth as yeah. the doll. So yeah. she thinks he's giving her this doll as yeah. a memento. 
of uh, well, his that daughter. Was, we, we, we made that decision to subvert Claire's right. response to the scout. Right. Yeah. And then we, you know, we see that it's Ottaway. He's knife cover and her scalp. Yes. And then the, the horror sets in for Claire is that it's everybody, you know, it's everybody that, 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 that the witch. You know, and, and carrying the mother theme through, I felt like Ottaway, he was a mother figure yes. to Claire. Yeah. Um, you know, Claire doesn't have any mentors or, or you know, uh, any mother figure. So she, you know, to meet another healer, to meet a wise woman, a motherly woman like that was a very big deal for her. Who also had insights about Claire, like mothers do, you know, mothers, you know, yes. I know I walk in the door visiting my mom and she could go, oh, hey, what's wrong? And I yeah, go, she just knows, you know, she just yeah. knows, you know? Yeah, either way, or, he saw Claire instantly yeah. and understood her. And they had a, you know, very quickly, a very deep bond. So to see that scalp was just horrific for yeah. Claire. And, um, you know, the as an actor, Katrina is just astonishing. She the availability that she has to her emotions that are so real and not, you know, manufactured, not sentimental or melodramatic. She's just so um, in touch, you know, with the truth of her emotions. This is maybe my favorite scene in the show, the. And I'm so grateful that you guys kind of let it play and, and the music is so beautiful. The the reverence, she's basically burying Adewayhi here uh, in a, a ritualistic and respectful way um, since, you know, Adewayhi was treated with such disrespect. Yeah. So to give her this respect and, and show her love in this way, I found it so moving to shoot this and... You know, they, <clears throat> to cremate and, and burn the body in the way that her people would have done. Well, and also then to tie it into what's coming. And what's coming, coming is, the, to, to segue into this fire, um, which I have to give Matt a lot of credit for shooting a lot of this, all the second unit footage while I was back in California. <laughs> we, we had it uh, looks, all these shots look just spectacular. Yeah, we had multiple teams working on multiple things. So, you know, our production is, uh, you know, the thought that goes into all these things. Is, oh, yeah, is this so was amazing. shot months later. Yeah, it was not safe to shoot a fire, obviously, in the woods where we had the, the cabin. So um, so Matt shot it on the back lot at the end of uh, production. And uh, we did some of uh, the, uh, you know, a lot of the pieces here on location of, of Muller drive riding up and a stunt woman on the ground. But, you know, the truth of how difficult these people's lives were, you know, is um, it's hard to imagine. I think it's one of the great things about the show is to bring it home of, you know, how tough and brave and courageous these people were to create a life out of nothing, out of in the middle of nowhere, you know. It, 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 and, and, you know, this is what we're, we've been talking about is, you know, when you when you carve a home out of nothing. You know, and then you want to protect it at all costs. Yes, you understand that. Yeah. You know, and and but with also the Cherokee Indians is that this was their ancestral home that they've been there for thousands of years. So they, you know, even if they made a treaty with the British to to give up some of their lands, this is still their lands. And, and right. You know, the agreements were made. And. And, and you a lot can't of them just, were misled about yeah, the agreement. Exactly. And, yeah. So you can't just go and, 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 and take law into your own hands because you don't you don't respect them as a as a people. Right. Right. Um, and I think that's where a lot of the conflict, you know, comes. I think we talked a lot about this is how oh yeah how do we get them in the door yep you know? how do we where do they meet up i wanted one of you know your great romantic moments where they run 
towards each other and he runs up and grabs her and right. i just love that moment right there yeah and their faces like all she wants is to feel his arms right. around her he doesn't have to say anything he does they don't have to talk she just wants well, his arms what i like her. about it is he he read her look you know yes 20 yards out and that's he ran exactly right that's yeah. what um you know, as you were saying about your mom, when you know, when you're in that kind of a relationship, you just take one look at someone's face and you know. And he yeah. saw her from a block away, and he knew she was. In and trouble. he had to get to her, and yes. I, that's that was that was well done, well shot. Yeah. Back to work for Claire. Yeah, because the thing about this period is you don't take a break. You got to no, eat. You got to keep warm. You have to, yeah. you know, got to feed yourself. You yeah. know, I mean, just keeping those fires going. This is, this uh, is so great. Such a where great she moment. hears bugle boy, which is yeah. everyone knows. Yeah. Was her song. And <laughs> she did they, a little dance. You know, they spent, you know, a couple months on the road together. Yeah. Um, the delight on her face is adorable. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they have their own relationship, yeah. their own very special relationship. Um, they spent quite a bit of time yes. alone, to, you know, looking for James, searching for James, yeah. but also, you know, you know, um, in multiple episodes, they spent time together. So it, it's it's we wanted to give special, like you said earlier, special moments to everybody meeting Murta. The right. audience got there and, you know, their special introduction back, you know, get him back. And then Jamie and then Claire. Right. Yeah, That's a beautiful. I love I loved that. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of the coda on the episode, which is a, we don't usually do this, you know, complete, you know, hey, and then. Right, and right. And this. And that was like that one scene with Roger was important. Right. Yeah. To kind of. To bridge it. Bridge a it. Bit, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of a bookend. With it that, is. So, it, yeah. You know, we've always. Look, look we putting these all together is, is tough sometimes you know so it's a lot of story yeah a lot of story in outlander yeah but you know this is uh it's a really big turning point for uh for the show you know yeah so and it's also hey this is here we go yep you know La buckle up launch it and you know listen she's Jamie and Claire's daughter. She not every young woman would have the courage to do this. Um, and imagine how Roger feels. You know, he's madly in love with her, and he's lost her. Yeah. Well, um, well done, uh, Denise Denovi. Oh, thank not only you. for episode uh, five, but episode six, which I thought was fantastic as well oh thank and you I'm i gonna, loved every minute of it i'm gonna go on record here people i'm gonna say uh anytime your schedule is free you're welcome to come back and shoot um uh more outlanders oh for wow us. well okay? nothing would so make the, me happier i'm gonna take is, you up open on invitation that. for that i am taking you up on that okay <laughs> well thank you everybody that was uh savages episode 405 um uh hope you enjoyed the podcast and we'll uh be around uh next week um and the week after so anyway uh good night everyone good night thank you so much <laughs>